hopefully you woke up and came to two great realizations. Go it's on. Friday. Okay. And there's another episode of Burgers and Brats out now. I mean, you're listening to it right now. Got a lot to break down. A lot happened in college football in week two. We're already heading into week three. Cole and I making our picks there uh, with our surprise team, Colorado, looking phenomenal. And then the NFL season is finally underway. Week one was extremely memorable, and week two is looking uh, to be just as action-packed. So going to be making those picks as well. But before we get started, make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service, at Burgers and Brats. And stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And hopefully you're watching live on millions.co at Burgers and Brats. And check out the podcast website, BurgersBratsPodcast.com. So, Colt, what was your biggest takeaway from week two in college football? Uh, I mean, the Bama and Texas game, my lock of the week was my only loss. And, man, (laughs) it it was an amazing game. And if you, they were at, they were on different times, but uh, I know you were at the OU game during the Bama game. But let's say you got to watch, you had the opportunity to watch the game. Let's say they happened to play at the same time. Who would you watch? Would you watch Prime or would you watch Bama Texas? I would have watched the Bama Texas game to watch Texas get their bosom kicked, and then once that wasn't happening, I would have turned over and watched Colorado play because uh, that is a very fun team to watch. Yeah, it's gonna be even better coming up. Why would you want Texas to get their bosom kicked? No, I picked Alabama because I <laughs> legitimately thought Bama, after the narrative, the performance last year, I thought they would come out the gate a completely different team. Uh, it's maybe this quarterback isn't necessarily going to be as good as I thought. Oh, I mean, Moreau threw for he had five total touchdowns, threw for three, ran for two, was their leading rusher. It looked great, but it's against a non uh power five conference team. So it, you take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, Texas or A and or Bama did not look great in that game against Texas. I mean they had the lead I think one time late in the third, early fourth quarter. Texas got it right back. Defense looked atrocious. Offense wasn't doing much. So, hey, is, is Nick Saban, is this maybe Nick Saban saying, all right, I'm not dealing with this team. If we don't make a playoff or an SEC championship, maybe he starts to have questions about what he wants to do right, well, with his coaching. What's Bama been? Uh, in a, I'm just kind of losing memory the last three or four years, but have they only made the playoff once in the last four years? Is that right? They didn't make it last year. Two years ago, I know. Th- two years ago, I believe they played Georgia again in the semi and lost. Three years before that, I think they had a meltdown. Right, they would have missed right before yeah. the. You know, we I think we were in Stillwater and they had a meltdown against Auburn, I believe. But like Bama, you kind of just write them in as like winning the national championship year in and year out. They have been overstepped in their own conference. Mm-hmm. Like, remove national level side. In the SEC, Georgia is the team to beat. Yeah, it's Georgia. LSU conference. is going to put up a. Can I say it? A damn good fight against Alabama? Yeah. DAM. Like, <laughs> Bama is not, you know, as good. 
even going back to like AJ McCarron and then the six, seven years after that. Right. I want to say the last three or four years we've seen a different Alabama. No, they weren't great with Bryce Young. I mean, it's the, top, when he came in as a freshman and won, but otherwise they didn't. Yeah, it's a top eight team in the country. Yeah, but Obviously. it is not like I remember. I remember a season in my life. There was, uh, there was a oh one Bama two Clemson. Yep. Oh and, yeah. It was, and and I think that was like a four or five year season of my life. No, it was Bama and Clemson in the championship for four straight years, I believe. Like so, three out of four, I, so. And, and that is, those two, those are those two teams are, kind of going yeah. south. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to another team that is could take Alabama's place. Maybe, maybe they could make a Final Four playoff appearance. Deion Sanders, Colorado. Okay. You're high on this team, Cole. I am. I am you very, high, very high. high. You had me going, and then I think you're. Are, are you teasing me? I'm mean, talking about a college football playoff. They've got Colorado State this week. I, they I, go Oregon and USC back to back. If they win both those games, they're going to be a top five team. Listen, I they will be ranked a top five team. <laughs> yeah, After those yeah. Two weeks. If, if they beat Oregon and they beat USC, yeah, they'll be a top five team. However, I man, and 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 Dion, Dion would call me out. Dion would. I don't know what Dion would say. Wouldn't it be a good thing? I, Dion, I'm supporting you. I'm watching you. But I can't cover. I can't bet your lines. I, can, I just can't do it. Um, I I got this game. I'm not gonna go to the line yet. But going back to what they did this past week, I love Colorado's offense. They they spread it out. They they hit you on the flats five yards down the field, yards after catch, and then they set up the big play for the third quarter, second quarter. They start. They might start slow. It might take a seven, eight minute drive that first that first quarter, right? It's, it typically starts slow. We even saw it the first, like, I think the first game against TCU, it started slow, right? It started slow again. Then it then it sped up. Mm-hmm. So um, no, I think Colorado, like the way they're playing their game, um, spreading the ball to the flats, just getting three to five yards at a time. I mean, you look at it and. Like, Sanders has thrown the ball nine times. He has 36 yards. He's completed eight of those passes. What? That doesn't make sense. But then, by the end of the third quarter, he's averaging 12 yards of completion because he's hit a couple deep balls. It's just a really well-spread-out offense. I'm loving Colorado's offense. Colorado State won't be able to keep up with it. But at the same time, I don't think Colorado can cover this 23. It's a lot, but I... Cardo State's not any good. We'll get into that game. Uh, tell you why, but Cardo State is not good. Cardo State's not good. They're not decent. So, but I love Colorado. I love watching Colorado. Yeah. I am watching Colorado over OU, and like, I'm just not going to put a, like a dollar down towards. I, I haven't. I love. Me, yeah. I love Dion. I'm just not willing to bet his lines. And 23 seems high um, at this point. So. All right, Aguilan, is it time to fire Jimbo Fisher? He's look, they have looked, I mean, they looked great first week, and then they go out and get double-digit spanked by Miami, who also missed a bowl game last year. So, I mean, I think if they, if they don't make a bowl game this year, I think you have to eat the contract, let him go, try yeah. to move on, maybe maybe get Deion Sanders to come to A&M after this season. So, wouldn't that be something? I wouldn't be surprised if Deion went on to A&M because I mean uh, we're on I SEC better recruiting 
Um, yeah, I, I I don't think I don't yeah I don't I don't know if A and M would. It's again I'm I, just like Auburn. Auburn's not going to pay for like what Colorado State's coach said yesterday mm-hmm. about him wearing the hat and the glasses. Like yeah. Auburn's not going to pay for the all hoorah and you know the attention like. I don't know if A&M would do the same thing. So should Jimbo get fired from A&M if they don't make a bowl game? Oh, yeah. If if, if there's not a bowl game, Jimbo should be out. Like, I mean, get the number one recruiting classes. Like, no, nah, if there's an eight and four season. Yeah. You know, I just feel like A&M, A&M should be better than what they're performing. Um, yeah. And Jimbo should be very worried about his job. Yeah. Now, I, I, you say, is it time to do it? I are you I saying think. like are you saying like in season like USC did last year, like two years ago before? No, you might as well wait towards the end of the year because so you you're wait. already you're already paying that much. So yeah. You might as well just wait. But uh, a few more storylines. Ohio State does not look like a top four team. I mean, they've dropped a number. They've dropped a few spots over the over the last few weeks, down to number six in the AP. But overall, they are not looking great. It looks like. I mean, they always lose this one random game to an Iowa or a Minnesota or something. They they could happen twice this year, and I think they get just beat down by Michigan the way they're looking. They they do not look great on offense. No, I okay. think I think their schedule is tough. I remember kind of looking at that when uh, preseason, kind of looking over your, uh, you know, who's going to win the conference championship. I was looking at Ohio State's schedule, and it's just tough. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily looking at it right now, but. Consecutive road games, uh, two out of three road games against tough opponents. Uh, you know they had a, a tough stretch. Every game they should be favored in, every game they should win. When I look at schedules, I look at stretches. I look at okay, are you coming off like Texas is coming off? Uh, this is not one of our games we're picking. Texas is coming off traveling to Alabama and winning in Alabama, and now they're hosting Wyoming. And that just makes me think take Wyoming on the spread because they're going to come out like – I don't think they come out the gate after you just beat Bama. They might start slow. Yeah. You know, or whatever the case is. But uh, well, that's just what I, what I think on that on that whole ordeal. Yeah, overall just pretty pretty boring year so far. We still got to wait another week. Uh, next week we're going to get some great games, but got to go another week with some pretty boring uh, marquee matchups. All right, let's get into our picks for week three. Let's start Minnesota at North Carolina. North Carolina, seven half point favorite, escaped App State in double overtime last week. Minnesota's two and zero. They had that week one comeback win against Nebraska. Drake May's been balling out. I mean, he can definitely end up, see himself ending up in New York City um, at the end of the year. Uh, the running back Hampton leads the nation top with a top ten rushing attack, and Minnesota is seventy fourth against the run but third against the pass. So uh, that really bolts well if they're going against this Drake May-led uh, offense. Minnesota overall, though, on offense, 105th statistically. So it, it's going to be it's gonna be a tough challenge, uh, I think, for Minnesota to get the ball moving. And okay, they yeah. get some stops, though. Yeah, the narrative you were kind of painting there, I thought you were going to say it's going to no. be a tough time <laughs> for Drake May in this UNC offense. I do not. I am in agreement <laughs> with you. I think the Tar Heels are going to have a day against Minnesota. Um, and Minnesota won't be able to keep up. I think Minnesota will get stops. They might be able to force a turnover. At the end of the day, Drake May is going to find out, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he might. He may have two interceptions. He's also going to have four touchdown yep. passes. 
he'll figure it out. Like Minnesota won't be able to keep up in this game, and I, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't. Even though North Carolina's not great on defense, um, Minnesota can put up some points, but they can't score uh, in the 40s like North Carolina is going to be doing in this game. So I, I think it can come down to a late fourth quarter game. Uh, maybe maybe a, maybe Minnesota covers right at the spray, uh, lose by a touchdown. But yeah, I got North Carolina winning this game. All right, let's talk about Tennessee at Florida. Florida, a six and a half point underdog in this one. Tennessee leads the nation in sacks and tackles for loss. Uh, Florida and Billy Napier just really haven't gotten it started off well last year. They did start off good against Utah getting win, but overall not great this year. One and one, losing at Utah. Offense looked abysmal in that week one game. So just out of sorts, offense, defense, and special teams. Florida uh, only giving up 191 yards per game, though. 115 uh, is through the air. Tennessee is averaging 257 rushing yards per game. 257 rushing yards per game. Uh, Jay Wright, he's got 25 attempts but no touchdowns for the run game with them. Milton, didn't know how he'd come in, but he's playing pretty good ball. Um, Mertz, quarterback transferring from Wisconsin, trying finally maybe trying to fit in in the swamp, kind of looking a little better. I think it could be a good battle. I mean, it's a rivalry game. Florida can keep it close. It could come down to a last-second field goal, last uh, few minutes touchdown, uh, last stop. But I think Tennessee ultimately gets the win. But I think Florida can definitely hang in there, and they can cover in this game. But Tennessee. Um, I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm a fuck. I have a cough here. <laughs> all right, all right. Hold it, hold it. Here we go. <clears throat> no, I think, uh, I think Tennessee covers this game. Um, Washington, Florida – Play against Utah. The only game I saw Florida play this year. Not able to keep up with Utah, and they missed so many starters. Um, I don't trust Florida at all. Uh, no, they look so out of sorts. So I think Tennessee, even at home, I think Tennessee going into Florida covers this. In the swamp. In the swamp. In the swamp. I don't, I don't think this is, this is too low. Like, this is... I figured it would be like nine and a half. Yeah, well, so. so easy money. Take Tennessee in the points on this one. Um, Pittsburgh at West Virginia. West Virginia, one-and-a-half point favorite. Take on, the under. Take the under on this game, yeah. I don't know it, but what is it? <laughs> I, have, I, have not, I don't know the under. Maybe like I'm 24. <laughs> I'm Could be up. the under in this one. Uh, I, t- I think it's going to be a tough pound-for-pound game. This is the 106th annual backyard brawl. Uh, this this game, I mean, these matchups are always fun. They always come down to final seconds, final possessions in these rivalry games. I know it was entertaining last year. Both teams just kind of down. Kind of had high hopes for Pitt. I think I picked them to finish third in the ACC, maybe fourth. Probably fourth. But um, the, this team can definitely put up some points. Uh, they've got a bunch of guys back from last year. West Virginia didn't look good week one. Uh, put a few points last week in, against a D2 school, but I, I don't know. I, I'm going back and forth on this one. I think, I think I might take West Virginia at home, but I'm not be surprised if Pitt comes out and gets the win. I, I, I'll take West Virginia, though. Night game, stripe the stadium, prime time, ABC. Give me the Mountaineers in this one. Interesting lines here. So the total... Opened up at 50. Hmm. Is now sitting at 47. Wow. So, 
which opened up at 50, people were immediately betting the under. Mm-hmm. So it was going down. The under at 47 is still at 56%. So people are still riding this under. It's probably going to hit 46 and a half. Um, money line, West Virginia opened up as a one-point underdog. Now a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Up to two-and-a-half. Wow. So, um... I got a lot of love for Pitt going into the season. I heard a lot. So, who do they lose to? Cincinnati at Cincinnati. home. Yeah, so Cincinnati's not not great uh, this year, but kept it. West Virginia lost to Penn yeah, State. Penn State, yeah. But they're in that game for most of it, uh, kind of until the fourth quarter. But I, yeah, I, w- I would think Penn State comes, you know, wins this game. At West home. Virginia. No, I'm saying yeah, West Virginia. I would think West Virginia wins this game at home. Play against better competition. They're ready for this game. This is a rivalry. Mm-hmm. Right? 106th annual. So, you know, it's kind of like one of those games. Hey, we're gonna get beat to Penn State at the end of the year. Like fans, you might not like this, but it's gonna help us get ready for conference play. Mm-hmm. It's gonna help us get ready for this game here and at home they should be able to take care of business so yeah. I don't know much I don't know much on these teams it's except, not much that, to except know. that these defenses just, I mean these they play in low scoring games yep so alright so we three for three with our picks so far uh, going so uh, no, so I, I thought you were on Florida's side you're on you're taking Tennessee with me now so I thought you were Florida no taking Tennessee I said Florida can keep it close Oh, okay. You said I thought you when you said keep. No, it no. I'm giving ten, Tennessee on this game. Okay. Uh, let's go. SEC: South Carolina at Georgia. Uh, Georgia was a 27 half point favorite. I think that's so much. I think South Carolina is still a decent team uh, with Spencer Rattler. I mean, oh my goodness, takes some time to kind of kind of took some time last year to figure it out, but didn't look great against North Carolina in the first game. But oftentimes was terrible. He, he got sacked seven times against. North Carolina's mm-hmm. uh, defense, and they North Carolina's defense is, is ranked in the bottom tier. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, the, man, this total is spread in this game twenty seven and a half. It's a lot because I don't think Georgia's Georgia's not a team that puts it on these teams, mm-hmm. right? Georgia is not like they'll be favored by forty eight against a home opener, and they'll just go out there and they'll be like, hey, thirty five nothing, like hey. Good job, guys. We 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 marched down the field. We yep. took nine ten minute drives against crappy opponents. We yep. got the job done today. <laughs> and so I I think twenty seven and a half is a lot. I also think a, a a good bet in this game would be the team total for South Carolina. Just bet the under on that. I, I'm not trusting Rattler. I, I, you can't do it against North Carolina. You're not going to be. Did I say South Carolina earlier? Take the team total for South Carolina under. Because they struggled against North Carolina, and Georgia's defense is so much a better. A little bit better, yeah. <laughs> Just a little like, bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so I think that's going to be a problem. But 27 and a half? No, I think, I think Rattler's able to put I think you put two. a few drives together. Yeah, I you think, just really need two, maybe I, three. Yeah, to, to cover the spread. I think you, you just need put, 17 points. Exactly. Seventeen points gets it um, easily. I think comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I, I I agree with you there. So I don't think that's very high. Twenty-seven and a half is a lot. Rattler should be able to score 
two touchdowns, two field goals, a touchdown and two field goals, somewhere in that 13 to 20 range. Like, you know, no, that's what I believe Rattler should do with no help. Mm-hmm. What if the special teams helps them out on a good kick return? Yeah. What if the defense somehow gets a turnover inside their own territory? So, like, with no help, I already think it's high. And yeah. I also think, like, there's, there's going to be some things that bounce South Carolina's way. Not all, not all of them. I yeah. promise you that. Some of them will. And if they bounce the right way, this 27 could look like 10 or 14. And that 14 could look bad. Yeah, I mean, Rattler, statistically-wise, is looking better than Carson Beck. He's still kind of trying to figure it out. In Georgia, both don't have a running attack uh, at all, so see which team can get that going, and then that'll help slow the game down as well. Um, yeah, if Rattler, I mean, if he's perfect, no turnovers, they get one or two turnovers as a team, uh, easily cover the spread and keep it close. No, but, now we're talking about winning the ball game. Dude, I, I if, think if Rattler, if, if Rattler plays perfect and the defense gets <laughs> one or two turnovers, we're talking about winning the ball game. Dude, I think I think South Carolina <laughs> makes this a two-score game. At least, I think maybe they Georgia lost by three or four scores to North Carolina. That's the first game of the season though. at home. But people change. No, it was on the. It was a. It wasn't a neutral it was, side game. Yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah. I yeah, it was in. It was in Charlotte. I believe. Yeah, I was in Charlotte. Oh, okay. So, uh, I, I think South Carolina keeps it pretty close, but I got Georgia ultimately winning this game. All right, prime time, prime time. Colorado State at trending upward Colorado. Colorado now a 24-point favorite. Game day is heading back to Boulder for the first time since 96. Shador Sanders? Was it? Is oh, it? no, it was in Nebraska, right? Not sure. Where? What? Where was it last week? Alabama, Texas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, um, Shadur Sanders in your top three Heisman finalists right now? No. Yes. No. No. All right. No, I, I mean I'm loving. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm not gonna be biased towards Colorado. What I'm loving and what I'm seeing. He's playing really good football. I'm yeah. loving this offense. Well, I mean TCU. Ah, man, TCU changed up so many players. It's not a championship team. Yeah. It's nowhere near. I mean, they're not a ranked team to begin with, in my opinion. So I just don't know about that win. I really. Colorado is being talked about a lot right now. And they are going to be talked about a lot more after these games against Oregon and USC. And that's yeah. by everyone. Win or lose. Colorado's going to be talked about a lot more, and yeah. they're already being talked about a lot. Yeah, I think it's pretty ridiculous, the hype they're getting right now, especially how game day's going there with yeah. they're playing Colorado State. Yeah, Like, so, this is going to be a game, really, guys. Go somewhere else. Stop talking about this dude right now. Wait till they play a USC and Oregon. I mean, Nebraska's not good. TCU's not very good. Colorado State is atrocious. So, uh, I'll say TCU's not really good, but... None of us really expected that. Like, I'm yeah. not going to take that away from them. They went into TCU. Yeah. I get it. They went, they had, you know, TCU's different roster. For them to be ranked a top 20 team right now is, I do not like. I don't like that. Well, yeah, because I, I think TCU should have been, well, you got to rank TCU right around 15 to start the year, right? Yeah, I mean, you have to yeah. coming off a runner-up. Um, Shredder Sanders, though, second in the league with 453 passing yards per game. 453 yards. 
through the air for this man. Is that game. boy from Washington number one? The next game? He might be. I, I, I don't know who number one is right now, but um, Colorado. Their offense or their rushing attack, only 56 yards per game. 56 ground yards per game. You are going to need to run the ball, uh, especially in some of these other games against no. these bigger opponents, man. You are going to need to. Not with their offense, man. Shador can run it for them. And Shador's getting like negative 30 yards a game because he gets sacked. That's yeah. another thing is Colorado's offense is they're going to get sacked or they, they penalize themselves. They get holding calls. They get face uh, hands-to-the-face offense. Like get hold, like, hold, like holding penalties on the daily, right? So they put themselves in bad positions for him to get these yards. Mm-hmm. He's throwing four hundred something yards, only two touchdowns off of it last year, last week. Like he's throwing four hundred yards, you have three, four touchdowns, yeah. five touchdowns. He only had two, but he has to. Like, there's so many penalty yards they're screwing themselves up with. Um, but <clears throat> no, this offense is being being called the right way. I. I I think 23 is high. Again, I can't ride with Prime, and I just want to watch him without having to stress a bet. Well, man, I'll take. Hey, man, it's been fun. I'll take the spread. I'll take Colorado on the points. So we're, mi- we're missing one here. I'll take it. So but... I'm going Colorado State plus 23. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're in disagreement on one. Well, just the spread. I'm taking Colorado though, but uh, Colorado State's only played one game this year. They are 133rd against the pass and 131st overall. That is bottom, bottom last, <laughs> dead last in the FBS. So uh, I, I think Colorado, Colorado, I think just dominates this game, especially with what Jay Norvell said, which uh, Dion is going to use anything to his advantage. Uh, I can't wait for Caleb Williams. You know Caleb Williams and Shador Sanders played each other in high school prior to college. I did not know that. You know who won the game? Shador. Shador Sanders. Hmm. Coached by his daddy. Dang. It was the uh, bowl game. It was the uh, high school all-stars game. Yeah. Oh, wow. They played against each other in that game, and Shador won. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. That's our picks for the week. We both went 5-for-5 on our picks. Uh, Who we got? We out. Yeah. So, pretty good. I mean, great minds think alike. All right. Let's move on this day in history real quick. Uh, Sponsored by Hefner. I care. 1985, Golden Girls with Betty White debuts on NBC. Uh, 1835, the HMS Beagle with Charles Darwin on board reaches Galapagos Islands. And then 1987, uh, Cal Ripken Jr.'s streak of, can you guess how many innings he played Cal Ripken in a row? Jr.? In a row. How many innings? Oh, he, um, like 284 or 264 or something like that. Innings? Oh, I thought this was games. No. Oh, you're not even close on games. Well, no, 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 no. You games want, is like 2,000, right? I don't know. What is it? Games Games is 900. 900 straight, 908 straight games of playing baseball. That correlates to 8,243 consecutive innings of baseball played in a row. It's ridiculous. It's insane. It's a lot of baseball. Uh, and then happy birthday. I thought it was a lot longer than that. Yeah. I thought Maybe it was a like... two streaks. Uh, happy birthday, Amy Winehouse, Marco Polo, Ashley Cooper, and Dan Marino. It's on this day, sponsored by Hefner. I care. All right, NFL Week One is in the books. I mean, start with the Chiefs. No Eric Bieniemy. 
no Patrick Mahomes or no Travis Kelsey. Oh, no other I, wide I receivers. I want to say real quickly before we hop in the NFL. I need to say one more thing about NCAA. I didn't get any direct messages from any Iowa fans. They don't exist. So I I didn't get anything regarding if y'all love (laughs) Iowa or Iowa State football. Uh, Yeah, don't know how that game went. So if (laughs) y'all, yeah, they went. (laughs) Who who won that one? (laughs) Back to the NFL. (laughs) Um, I mean, I kind of thought the Chiefs would not be as great with Eric Bieniemy. I think he really kept that team together, but to I did not see the Lions. You you had the Lions coming in, but I, I think that's kind of ah, a I should have said it on air, right? <laughs> right. I before the game started I called it. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I mean I said Detroit money line. I, I did not see that Lions team. I thought they overrated this year. I mean it's it's one week, one weekend, we'll see what happens. Uh but there were about fifty drop balls from Canarius Tony in that Chiefs wide receiving course, so they've got to step it up. Especially with no Kelsey. I don't know if Kelsey's coming back yet or not. Yeah, so this is a, this is a cool stat. Larry Fitzgerald, his entire career, dropped two passes. Kadarius Tony that night dropped three. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, dude? Larry Fitzgerald had a, what, 14, 15-year career? Yeah. Three <laughs> drops? Two drops? I think he had more tackles than drops in his I wouldn't blame it. Career. Kurt Warner would be throwing those interceptions. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. Um, a team that I really like uh, that I picked. I picked Miami going into the Chargers and getting the upset. Two and Tyreek, man. Tyreek Hill, what a day. They go in and put up 100 points against the Chargers. I mean, they gave up 99, but they put up 100. So this Miami team could be pretty good. They're going to be a fun team to watch. Brock Purdy looks purdy again. Uh, 49ers, who they beat again? Beat Pittsburgh. And it was... It was <laughs> It was brutal. They beat, yeah, so 49ers, uh, my number one team in the power rankings after week one. Joe Burrow, man. Bengals. Are they bouncing back? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is... That always start off slow. Yeah. Terribly slow. <laughs> but tough loss to the Browns. Hopefully they get back. Jordan Relove is better than Aaron Rodgers uh, as a Packer. <laughs> uh, Packers still on the Bears. Uh, that is known. Uh, Packers, Jordan Love go in, looks pretty impressive against the Bears, get a win. Didn't expect that. No, nah, I thought I thought the Bears. I, I expected Justin Fields. I mean... I expect he, to be closer. I could have seen either team winning that game, but expect Fields to at least look better. Yeah, I mean, you got more experience than... You know, not much, but you got more experience than Jordan Love. I mean, starting games, yeah. He does have you more know, experience. And, so. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers out for the year, Achilles injury. Man, what a tough... 48 hours it was in New York. Did you? I mean, yeah. 9-10, Cowboys smacked the Giants. 9-11, you got 9-11 and the Aaron Rodgers tearing their ACL. So that was a tough few days. Uh, yeah. Jets fans, though, got the win against the Bills. I'm right? not, yeah, I'm not one for, like, I'm done with I, the Bills. This, this is, I guess this is promoting dark humor. It was pretty funny, okay? I saw a tweet that goes, Aaron Rodgers just tore his Achilles and is done for the season. This is the worst thing to happen in New York on this day in history. <laughs> well, there's a lot of memes right. about... The- so, it was just like, this is the worst thing to happen in New York on this day. And I was like, 
I mean, the Cowboys, you had people tweeting on that Sunday. People were like, yeah. Cowboys, make the Giants remember this day, just like 9-11. It was crazy, crazy tweets. Yeah. And then Jets go, uh, the Jets losing out like that did on 9-11. And did you see the Giants, like, team, a Giants fan or someone in their team, I was like, team personal, like, I think... Uh, Someone in their locker room who works for the Giants. Maybe a kid who fills water bottles and provides for players. I don't know. But someone in their locker room took a picture of Saquon and his pregame outfit. Did you see his pregame no. outfit? Why okay. put that out? No. So they took a picture of him in his pregame outfit and said, we're losing about 40 tonight. He looked <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> And that tweet we lost by forty. <laughs> they lost by forty. And that tweet surfaced. Oh gosh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, entertaining week one, week two should be just as good. Looks like the Eagles are gonna dominate the Vikings. Uh, let's get into our picks real quick. Uh, go through these Colts at Texans. You got the rookie uh, quarterbacks. Texan or Colts are actually favored by one in this game. You got Richardson versus Stroud. Uh, Stroud, hundred forty-two yards last week. 49 attempts, or 44 attempts last week. Yeah. That's a ton for your rookie quarterback. He was he was sacked five times for 46 yards. Richardson, on the other hand, 37 attempts for 223 yards and one touchdown, one interception. So, I mean, not bad starts for your rookies. No, I didn't watch that Houston game. I watched a little bit of uh, Richardson play, and he didn't, he didn't look bad. He took off and ran quite a bit. I think he, man, I'm not, I don't know his numbers, but he must have had probably 15 rushing attempts, I thought. Um, didn't get to watch Stroud. Uh, that, I, I, that's a game I, I, I plan on tuning in a little bit. Uh, a division rival game uh, against two teams, two rookie quarterbacks. Um, I Yeah, I plan on – Pittsburgh don't play till Monday. So I was planning on tuning into this game uh, for a quarter and see what these two quarterbacks can do for a drive. Well, if Pittsburgh plays on Monday, thank goodness there's another game on Monday. Oh. Watch it. Watch it now. <laughs> okay. no, I'll watch that game. That'll be a good game. Uh, I really want to pick the Texans in this game, but I think the culture is a little better overall. I kind of trust their yeah. franchise a little bit, even though I don't – Jim Mercer is a clown. But uh, I think I'll go – they're trusting their rookies. I'll go Richard Jefferson in this one. Should be a close game all game. Yeah, I would just go the under on this game. Yeah. Um, but – uh, yeah, I would take the Colts in this game All right. as well. Uh, Bears at Bucks. Justin Fields looked atrocious last week. Baker Mayfield looked great. Another game I picked. I mean, I I had the Bucks going into Minnesota. They were at seven point underdog going in and winning. Trust Baker Mayfield. Bucks a three point favorite in this game. Um, should we have been giving love to Baker Mayfield, not Fields, to start the year? I mean, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I would I would take Fields over Baker. Um, and I like the Bears plus three here. Yeah, I, really, I do. <clears throat> so I see you wrote minus three. I, you're, are you riding yeah, the Bucks? Yeah, Bucks got Bucks are favored by three. Are you riding the? Is that your pick? Is that some, I, of, them, some of them you got plus on here? Some well, that's just Texans are plus one there, and then Bengals are. Oh, so you ride yeah. them by the home team? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Or whatever. Yeah, I ran by the home team. Gotcha. So I, I don't know. I think the Bears can definitely keep it right at three in this game, but I, I think I would take the Bucks and the points in this game. Um, last week, Fields two hundred sixteen yards, fifty nine rushing, 
He got sacked four times. The Bucks held Minnesota to 41 rushing yards. So Fields is going to have to be great with his legs yeah. escaping the pocket. Hey, um, NFL fans, tell me something. What, what's going on with Chase Claypool and, and Chicago? Who? Exactly. <laughs> we had him in Pittsburgh. This dude scored four touchdowns in one game, and it felt like months later he was traded. And now he's not doing anything. And I, someone, someone, tell me what's going on with with Chase Claypool. Go on. Uh, he no longer exists. Uh. That dude's a fourth or fifth string of wideout man. He's. I don't he, got any balls. Last he week. came into the league. I ain't got any yards. He came into the league labeled Mapletron. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I didn't hear that one. Um, last week, Bucks were outgained. And lost the turnover battle, but still found a way to win. Bears have the pieces. I mean, pick this team. I think at least to finish second in their division. But they just got to put it together. I think the Bucks just get it done at home. Yeah, I mean, what was it three, three and a half? It, it might have moved. I made this the other day. So, yeah, but, I mean, I, by the time the game gets here, I mean, this is Friday, so it'll definitely have been moved by then. Yeah, I, I, I like the Bears here. Uh, it's not a division rival, but you just lost a division rival game. You don't want to start the season 0-2. The Bucks are riding high. Yep. They're on top of the world after a, a road victory in Minnesota who went to the playoffs last year. Uh, so I, I like the Bears. I think they're going to be just more prepped and more prepared coming for this game. Like you said, talent. Like I think the talent on the Bucks side is better. But again, I just think the Bears are going to come more prepared. I think they're going to win it more. Um, no team loves to start zero and two, so I, I'm gonna ride the Bears plus three here. Well, who are you taking in the game? Bears? No, nah, I think the Bucks win the game. All right, so we're both going Bucks. Uh, Ravens at Bengals. Bengals a three and a half point favorite in this, or yeah, Bengals three and a half point favorite in this game. Kind of surprising to me. Um, it. I, I like the Ravens, man. I, I'm a high on the Ravens. Uh, Lamar versus Burrow. Both teams look completely different week ones. I'm sure Cincinnati will bounce back. They've done that the last few years. They've started out very poorly. Um, Ravens, I think, are better than the Browns, at least uh, my initial thoughts uh, before week one. Uh, Lamar wasn't that special week one. even came out and said it's time to get better. Uh, no TDs. Um, just over 200 total yards for Lamar last week through the air and the rushing attack. If Bengals start 0-2 this year, they will be in trouble because this AFC is deep, and you just paid your man, and Joe Burrow's got that calf injury. So it'll be a great game. I'm taking This is my upset of the week. I went 2-2 for two on my upsets last week. I'm going Ravens over the Bengals this week. Yeah, I mean, I think Bengals win this game big. I Joe Burrow versus Ravens. Look at the numbers. Average is like 450 yards. Three and a half touchdowns. Ravens defense lost Marlon Humphrey. Do they have, they lost Humphrey or Peters? Peter, Peters is gone. So, I mean, they've lost their guy. So, um, you know, I, I think this would be a, a bounce back game for Burrow. Um, as a Steeler fan... Looking at a game that's a divisional. I mean, do you ever like Chiefs Chargers? I mean, I guess I, I guess I guess, in, I guess in your division, you just look at it because like Chiefs are going to win it no matter what. Yeah. So you don't really care. 
in our division, it's so tight. Like, B- Bengals 0-1, Ravens 1-0. I don't know if I want the Ravens to start 2-0. and mm-hmm. Or if I want all teams to be 1-1 and this week after we beat the Browns, because we're beating the Browns. <laughs> so, I don't know. But I, I do think Bengals win. All right. Uh... That's our first disagreement there. First one. Uh, Chiefs at Jaguars. Mahomes looking to bounce back uh, versus uh, Trevor Lawrence. Don't know if Kelsey's back. KC needs a rushing attack. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was their leading rusher last week, and they need guys that can catch a football. Kadarius Tony, see if he even gets them any playing time out there. But uh, I, I, I think Kansas City can definitely bounce back. This is a great team. That's, they've been to multiple Super Bowls. Uh, T-Law and... Doug Peterson and the Jags have looked really good. Calvin Ridley, Ridley looked really good in his week one debut uh, last week. I think this will be a great game as well. Uh, Jags fa- or Chiefs fared by three in this game. Uh, give me the Chiefs uh, winning in Jacksonville, in Duval. No. No. Oh, we're going disagreement again. Going Jags? I hope, I'm rooting for the Jags, but I'm going Jags Tennessee. Jags are three-point underdogs at home against the Chiefs. Yep. Who didn't have Chris Jones? Who he's back, but it's yeah. probably going to take he time. Yeah, Chris Jones. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey. That's a that's a that's a bad injury, dude. He's not just going to be Travis Kelsey right from the get go. Travis Kelsey is about to be. It's now a three and a half point game by the, for yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah, it's going to keep rising, and I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna just wait until kickoff when that it's like five and a half or six and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah, thank you, Jags. But Kel- Kelsey. This is a this is a tough injury, man. Yeah. Kelsey's gonna be oh TJ Hawkinson. Who's a top five tight end. But the difference between Kelsey and Hawkinson is, is a big difference. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be Goddard. Right? He's gonna take a step back. Yeah. Like, you know, I, um Kill could be your tight end one this year in fantasy. Mark Andrews, I know he's also injured and Kelsey's also injured. If Mark Andrews comes back and he performs better than Kelsey, wouldn't it be a shock? But Kelsey took a hit. Mm-hmm. And this injury is knee injury at 33. This is not something that just like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm ready to go again. Uh, you know, I'm same guy, 100 catches. Like, nah, we might be looking at 85 this year. I've taken some snaps off. I think he took a hit. This, right. this is big. What do you think? What do you think of that injury? Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tough to get back. I think Kelsey can definitely do it. He's a, a man's a man amongst boys, and he's got Taylor Swift on his side now. So. Oh, she said yes finally. I th- they've been quietly hanging out. So I mean, he gonna be back better than ever with T Swift on him, baby. What? So I don't think he gets a hundred percent. Like week five, week six, yeah. though. Yeah, It'll, we'll we'll see how that injury heals, but I mean. I expect Kelsey. I got Jags. There's two we disagree. All right, two back-to-back. Uh, this one we should not. Maybe on the money line or on the spread. But uh, Jets at Cowboys. Cowboys a nine-and-a-half-point favorite against Zach Wilson-led New York J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, Dallas legit? Yes or no? No. Wrong. Yes. Cowboys win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, really? no. Nah, I don't know. I'm not picking them win the okay, Super Bowl. So- hey. I'm not thinking them win the Super Bowl. Okay, but what did you see out of Dallas from week one that you just loved? Dan Quinn, man. That man has been carrying this team. If they would have a competent 
a little more than competent quarterback in Dak. Okay. I mean, you got now you got great wide receiving core. You bring in Cooks. You got um, Deuce Vaughn and oh my gosh, running back Tony Pollard. Jeez, uh, and great defense. So I I think this team can actually make a run. And uh, I've never been a high Dallas Cowboys fan. Their run game worries me. Their defense is legit. I think Dak is can put you in positions to win games with the playmakers yeah. he has around him. Yeah, we'll see how I, they do when their defense didn't win them a game. They, they should, should be but, a 10-11-12 win team. Yeah. They should be. The, this game is going to be great on the defense side of the ball because both, both teams are just so great on defense. I, I think it could be, end up being a lower-scoring game. 9.5 is a lot for the Cowboys, but I, I really could see Dallas – I mean, just blowing this thing open, especially if they're going against Zach Wilson, who's going to throw some interceptions, in my opinion. But see if Dak can ball in a tight game. I was just going to say, Zach, don't lose this the game. Yeah. I mean, look, Brees Hall averaged 30 yards a touch there. Mm-hmm. Right? Give it to your running backs. Throw, like, I mean, he played good. He played the whole entire game against Buffalo, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's true. But Josh Allen in Minnesota had, or Buffalo had four turnovers in this game, too. Well, I... So you're, and a punt return, the, the so which could have... The nine and a half is just is disrespect to the Jets' defense. Not necessarily yeah. a Zach Wilson can't keep up. Yeah. To me, this is going to be a low-scoring game, 17-13. Oh, really? Dude, I think if the Cowboys score 24 against this team, I, I'll put them as legit. If Cowboys score 24 against this team, and all three of their touchdowns are offensive... And all three of their touchdowns are 45 yards drive or longer, I will think they're legit. Yeah. Right? I can't have these a pick six touchdown. Like, you scored 40. How do you, like, Dak had 150 yards. Yeah. He never had to get yards. Yeah. His, he, he walked onto the field for a second drive, and his team was up 21 nothing. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll see if he can play in a tight game this week. Uh, we're going Cowboys, though? No, I'm going Jets. Wow. All right. Jets should cover nine and a half easily. No, but money line. So, so what, the Cowboys should win this game, but right. it's going to be by three. It should be by yeah. four, but this is way too high of a spread. All right, there you have it. There's our NFL week picks. Take them to the bank. Listen to Cole. Have that out on our Twitter. All right, final segment, sharing our burger and brats. And go first. Yeah, I'm going to share my burger and brats with um, the uh, insurance queen. Uh, so I'm uh, getting my license tomorrow, taking my PNC test, feeling really confident about it. Uh, already taking taking it twice. I've come up short both times. I went off and I got this girl to help me out, give me this class. She's uh, really helped me. And so... Um, I'm not going to share it yet, but I'm going to share it on Friday. This is this got posted on Friday, so uh, yeah, well, no, I'm I'm taking it today at 3 p.m. Y'all, y'all, send me some good luck, um, and you know, we pass that exam. We get our softball games at night. I, I got softball games tomorrow, Brex. I'm going to have another home run, yes, sir. It's and, and then after that, I'm going to cook my burger and brat and share at the insurance queen. All right, so. <laughs> Well, hopefully you get to pass it. Um, share my burger and brat with Denver. Heading up to Denver this weekend. Do some hiking. Uh, watch the Broncos-Commanders game. Let's hopefully hopefully get a win. You going to tailgate? 
I won't. Uh, we'll walk around and see what we got there. So whoever lives in Denver, you go to all these Denver games. Let me know what to do up there uh, before the game. But be up there Saturday morning and then get some hiking up north a little bit. Go to Broncos game. Watch my boy let Russ cook. You ought to go to tailgate, man. I mean, I'll find something. Well, I think they put on a pretty good tailgate down you there. Just but we'll up. See. You just walk up to him. Yeah. Man. Then, then as long as I got my Broncos jersey on, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe go... Go go to the dispensary, buy a pretty little offer to him when you walk up to him. Uh, say, hey, here you go. Let me let me have a burger. I'll give you a brat. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yes. <laughs> should, should be a fun weekend. Uh, hopefully both of us uh, have a good one. Uh, thank you all for listening. Hopefully you just watch live on millions.co and check them out anywhere and everywhere you get your podcast. And check out the website at burgersbrotspodcast.com. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe. Enjoy the football weekend.